Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel Chantui. We got Carmack in the back, and this is Invasion of the Potty Snatchers. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. All right, Noel, we already did it, chapter one. Now we're back in um, Derry, Maine. Again, I was going to say Murray Dane. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't have corrected you. <laughs> but we're back in Derry, Maine, and like it's 27 years later, and Pennywise is back, but so are the Losers Club. And Noel, but before they come back, They've spread out across the fucking world and they've all lived in their own lives. Extremely successful lives. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose. Well, one, like, you're one, um, you're one. Be- Beverly, Bev. Beverly's still getting beaten. She's still up. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. And kind of shows that even though they've, they've grown, they haven't really changed. Yeah, um, I think I always thought that they were, the power of their success was to keep them away mm. because deep down Pennywise actually did fear them. Yeah. So, like, because, we, you know, um, uh, Richie ends up becoming like an SNL type comedian, yeah. you know, sell out shows in Reno and, and, um, you know, um, Ben is a, an architect of, of yeah. renown and everyone except Mike who stayed behind and is a humble yeah. librarian, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I they, they kind of spread out across the, the country. And so even though if their lives weren't perfect, yeah. which they definitely weren't, but they were all extremely yeah, successful. Eddie was still in a controlling relationship with his wife now instead of his mother. Uh, Played by the same actress I spotted. All yeah. by <laughs> Actually, the rain, yeah, the yeah, rain yeah. spot is like outside MDK spot. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, uh, like you, you get these kind of like uh, the routine people tend to fall into. Like you look at Je- uh, Jessica Chastain and she's playing yeah. the, uh, the aged uh or aged the growing up uh, uh, version of Beverly and she's still in an abusive relationship yeah she's a famous author and she lives in a mansion but she's still in is she an author as well then I think that was no way she wasn't an author Bill's the author yeah sorry my apologies Bill Devereaux Bill Devereaux I can't remember what her what it was she got into but she had a beautiful home I know that I think she was just like a trophy wife was she was she a trophy wife that's the the feeling I got maybe I'm mistaken yeah yeah yeah, maybe but like the feeling I got that like she once again she fell into it like because he was like you're nothing without me yeah, yeah exactly like you know what i mean like i think that's the kind of thing like her father made her feel you're nothing without me like you know what i mean like and and, and i think that that shows the routine of kind of like what humans are like even though they left their home and they left these relationships behind they still kind of fell into the same traps and the same relationships and they're still kind of living in fear in the same way the war and dairy main um yeah, <laughs> for some reason the right version sounded yeah, wrong yeah, to me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a second <laughs> this guess. is going to be a thing for all this episode now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and I think that that's the kind of thing. Like they're still kind of living in fear in a lot of ways. Like um, Richie's still living in fear that he's like uh, living in like a, a, a fake marriage in a lot of ways because he's uh, actually a homosexual, and he's like living in fear that he'll be outed in the same way that Eddie's living in fear of his controlling wife, and uh, Beverly's living in contr- fear of her abusive uh, abusive husband. And like, you know, Bill's living in fear of his past in a lot of ways, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then like Stanley's so so living in fear of what happened that, you know, he takes, like as the same The Walking Dead, he ups out, you know what I mean? He ups out, yeah. Yeah, he kills himself, like, you know what I mean? Instead of going back there because he fears so much that he knows he'll be a weak link. And that if he goes back there, they'll be stronger without him. All he'll be doing is feeding the monster. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and like, that's the thing, like, even though they're no longer living in the same fear they were living in chapter one, they're still living in fear in a lot of ways. Yes. And like, and until they go back and defeat the original uh, source of their fear, i.e. Pennywise, then they can't shed the actual fear that's taken on their lives now. Whereas uh, Richie uh, admitting to his sexuality, uh, Eddie getting rid like, well, Eddie dies, unfortunately, but like, you know, 
Stanley, like Stanley and Eddie are the kind of the examples of like are the exceptions. But like you have uh, Bill, who kind of like you know uh, lets go of the guilt of uh, Georgie and stuff like that. Like you know what I mean? He's able to. That write. was it. Was that, that was their hurdles? Yeah, and he was able to yeah. write again and stuff like that. And Beverly was able to let go of the abusive relationship and actually look at someone that really does love her, Ben, who happens to be you know gorgeous and, and successful. successful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like it was you all along, Ben. Yeah, <laughs> and like he's probably got like a massive dick now. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like uh, this yacht is not the biggest thing I own because my penis is. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Big Ben. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dong. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, that's what this kind of is. So, like, until they go back to Derry and until they feet, uh, face and defeat Pennywise, they can actually not shed the fear that they're actually still living in. And that's the big thing, like, the difference. Yeah, that's 20, good, yeah. You know what I mean? The, the fear is their fear followed them. Yeah, exactly. But it just took a different enough shade. reason to keep them away. Yeah. was the success and the, the, the creature comforts. Yeah. that they had, and that was you know like when we when it's we catch, yeah when we catch up with Richie, he's like yeah. live at the Apollo or something. You know, yeah, exactly. Like if I'm at the Apollo, how many times am I going to go back to Portage? Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. It's just one of them things. It is like, the truth. Like though. look, yeah. look, like local fucking celebrity Robert Sheen. He's so fucking busy doing Umbrella Academy. How many times is he going to get a chance to go home? Every other year or something. Exactly. Like, you know, yeah, if he's yeah. lucky, like, you know what I yeah. mean? Because like, he's so busy. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. And that's what they're saying. Like, life just gets in the way of, and their success, whatever, stopped them from going back home. And the thing is, they needed this time, this 27 years. It was kind of like they're in a state of pause. They were still the same kids until that 27 years came away or came about so they could go back home, defeat uh, Pennywise, defeat the fear. And until they defeat the fear, they can't actually go on with their lives. And it's kind of like they're in this weird, even though they've grown up, they're in this weird state of stasis. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, it's mm. true. They had, yeah, they, they they carried their pain with them, even yeah. if they didn't carry their memories Yeah, in, in a strong sense. It's like subconsciously, there's some reason that makes them feel that this should be an abuse. Oh yeah, she, does, she, does, she doesn't deserve better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. there, it's ingrained and she doesn't know Richie why. Richie wouldn't be accepted. Yeah. Even though like being, you know, he's a famous comedian now, he mm. can probably pave his own path. Um, but he was still, yeah, it's still carried. He's yeah. holding on to the fear from the area he grew course, up in, not yeah. the area that he's currently living the, 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 like in. Because said, who cares if you're gay anymore, apart from a few big little fucking idiots? Yeah, like, absolutely. You know what I mean? And like, especially somebody as kind of grated as Richie would be, fuck them. Yeah, exactly. You know what like, I mean? Yeah. But, he, but it was still, he just carried it. It was like he's still the 13 year old. If they were, it's exactly, like you said, Stacey, yeah. it was like they were stinted. Yeah, exactly. You know, they were stuck yeah. where they were. And, and, and they did become adults. They're still adolescents in a lot of ways. They had to defeat Pennywise. If you defeat your fear, the fear that's locked you in this weird state of mental adolescence, then you'll become an adult. And yeah. that's why the 27 years, they were just kind of locked in this fucking weird, sorry, they were locked in this kind of weird state of like fucking like adolescence. Mentally. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? It's like, true, you know, yeah. and then that's, they had to go back. It's yeah. not even wanting to go back. They had to go back. And that's what I think is kind of really compelling about part two, even though it lacks a little bit of the magic part one had that they had to go back. And Stanley knew that. The only two uh, choices he had, if I stay alive and stay away, I add to the fear. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, why does Stanley stay away? But if I go back, I also add to the fear and I weaken him. But if I take, what do you say? I removed myself from the game. Yeah. Or took myself off the board or something. You know what I mean? 
And that's the thing. It's such, Sandy cotton cutted, as it said in the Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so life and death. And that's what I love about part two, that they have to go back. Because if they don't go back, they can yeah, never really get on with this their kind lives. of twisted way, Stanley had to die. Yeah. You know. In his but, and he made that's the decision he had to make. It's like I have to go back and be a weak link or I can uh, take myself off. Yeah, and yeah, the, the strong the strong will because even Rishi says it because he was the weakest. Yeah. When they were trying to, you know, decipher it all. Yeah. Um, it was like, I thought it, it captured the nostalgia of going back to your childhood really well. Yeah. Could finding their old little hangout and the the ball from the, the racket yeah. that was still there covering <laughs> Be dark. careful, like us three books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when you're a kid, like three quids. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. I, I, Jesus, remembering three quid was able to buy you something. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Uh, Now we can buy you part of something. Yeah, there, exactly. Kind yeah. Of. But I thought I did that extremely well. I just thought that the chemistry between those characters lacked. And it's it's only because the bar had been set so high. Yeah. It was like individually absolutely excellent yeah. actors. And it wasn't like they didn't have chemistry. They did. What I just thought of was... the casting of the aged loser slug. Oh yeah. I mean, I was I was fairly happy all around. I mean, Ben obviously was like the extreme transformation. I don't guy. recognize that actor. Do you recognize him? No, I can't say I have probably yeah. seen him, but I can't yeah. I can't say I know him. Probably you know. a model though, handsome. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. handsome motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad actor either. Yeah. He, was, he was. Everyone was good in their role. Yeah. Um. But I just thought again, lightning in a bottle. There's no. There's not. There's nothing wrong with it. it. They just didn't capture quite the same way. Um. But I thought, yeah, I, I. I didn't think everyone exactly looked the part, but. Yeah. Twenty-seven years can do a lot to it. I thought James McAvoy resembled Finn Wolfhard more than Bill Hader. Bill Hader had kind of the teeth that the what's the, the nose? Man. Yeah, the nose. Phil Wolfhard yeah. has a real distinguishable nose. Yeah, you know he what does, I mean. Like, yeah. And I just think like Bill Hader's got such a flat nose. Maybe they could have done prosthetics. Yeah, if you darkened like if you darkened um, um, James McAvoy's hair, you know what I mean. If you just made him a little bit more. Yeah, well, and the fact that they had him going, I think he's going grey maybe in real yeah. life anyway. But that kind of just adds to it because he's he's half stressed out. He's half yeah, an age. He's going, yeah. going grey before his time. He's one of those yeah. kind of dudes. He's a tight fist. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. That's yeah. what he is like. Like all know? good kind of tortured artists yeah. are the funniest yeah. amongst them. You know exactly. Like, exactly. You know, um, but what did you make of like Jessica Chastain as Beverly is a fucking stroke of genius? Like, yeah. Even just the resemblance. Yeah. Like, and she did, she captured that same kind I thought of, she probably did the best job of Beverly because when we see her going back. No, the best job was the guy that Eddie, the guy, the play, the guy from. Oh, the he actually did look the part. Didn't yeah, he even sounded, well. the mannerisms, the speed of yeah, his voice was like absolutely, this. Absolutely. And that's the way right. he talks. Like, if anyone's ever seen Generation Killer, The Wire, uh, or even he's in um, uh, Sinister, part one yeah. and two. Or even the way he was bouncing off Richie about the mother jokes and stuff. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Him and Bill I, I was just thinking what I would. I suppose the point I was making, Jessica, Jessica Chastain's mm-hmm. Beverly was capturing the pain. I believed it. She, so she went back to what fragility and vulnerability about her. Yeah, and then when you, then you, Sophia Lillis Beverly, like you're still my little girl, aren't you? And she's having those memories. You could just bought it. You just bought yeah. it. Like you just. She had this real like inverted awkwardness about her. exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. She didn't exude this like the fact that she. She like, didn't come back strong. Yeah, she became strong. Yeah, like, but she didn't come back strong. And in the same way as when Be- when she was younger, Beverly didn't like Beverly's like a pretty girl or whatever. She didn't. She wanted to be look like a boy. She wanted to play down her femininity. She was afraid of her period becoming a woman. And in the same way, Je- uh, Jessica. Well, Chastain, her father, like literally. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. in the same way, Jessica Chastain kind of gives that same kind of energy off. She's like she's obviously fucking gorgeous, browbeaten. Yeah, but bit. you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, she, yeah. she she kind of dresses down herself a little bit. She kind of she's very with in, uh, inward, and she like even like her 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 body language. Her shoulders are kind of tightened up, and she's kind of like she looks like she's constantly cowering away from someone. Yes. you know that kind of way because yeah. her whole life she's been hit or abused or yeah. disgusted by her father, and or, you never know when it's coming. 
yeah, so exactly. you're always on guard. So she's kind of yeah. like, uh, and that's what one thing I liked about it, she really did give off the same kind of energy. It's Sophia Lillis, is that what you said? Sophia Lillis. Sophia yeah. Lillis, that played the younger Beverly. Like I did. I just thought this mm-hmm. a lot, but you're right. Eddie, Eddie, uh, down to the mannerisms, the way he carried his body. Yeah, the, the, the awkwardness. Of, the, yeah, the awkwardness would, of him. Uh, yeah, uh, and it's still like how quickly he takes offense to mom jokes. Yeah, you know. And you're right. He did a spectacular yeah, job. He's intro as well, where he gets into the character. Not to. Well, I am. I'm just jumping ahead. Yeah, so Eddie, go Eddie gets like stabbed through, run through with, with the scorpion kind of thing by Pennywise he gets picked up and he gets thrown yeah, like and then they're like oh god he's hurt <laughs> and I'm like yeah he's fucking hurt like, that thing would have gone through his spine yeah. his bowel his <laughs> lower intestine and he probably perforated his liver like and remember it's like we said with the, the switchblade in part one like, and that has to come back out yeah and it comes back out with force because he's throwing you yeah and then he fucking falls like in like a cave he falls into a cave and slides yeah. <laughs> and bounces down he and then he's like god there. yeah and then they're like God, Richie, he was like, oh, you know, I'm hurt. I'm like, no, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> you dead. You just don't like, know it, Jerry. You're, just, you're <laughs> dead. I'm oh, sorry, Eddie, sorry. Yeah, Eddie. yeah. You're, like, I mean, you're dead from the, the stab. It, it's not, it doesn't take long, man, yeah. you know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> this, this, yeah, I was looking, at the, I, 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 was, I think I had kinder eyes looking at this the second time. Yeah. I think I loved that first film so mm. much that I set a very high bar for myself. It's and a then very, the, very, yeah, very and when before. I watched it, kind of, I watched them back to back. Yeah, I realized that it's it's a very wordy, like it's a wordy follow on to the story. One hundred percent. And it just it if you've seen that alone, isolated, and somebody just filled you in and said, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll sit down and watch it." Not big horror guy. Yeah, you go. That's that's a good movie. One hundred percent. It was only with the framework of the first one yeah. that it goes that it diminishes. Exactly, because the first one had nothing to compare it to. Yeah, it was like we said before. Well, I think the second one is a really, really good movie. It just lacks the magic that the first yes. one had. And, and there's copy and paste. Yeah. And he terrorizes you before he tries to kill you. And then they came back and he started terrorizing them before he tries to kill yeah. you. And I, I feel, and at moments I felt like I've seen this movie. Would you say it lost the it factor? Ooh. <laughs> if it ever had it. Yeah, oh, uh, just am up in But you know, even the in the, the park and where, where Richie sees the, With the, big the lumberjack, yeah. lumberjack statue yeah. going. And that was cool, like, and it was like I, I always, I always hate well, that's when something bigger isn't always better. Yeah, that's I, I hate yeah. when scale is kind of the way. And I loved when Pennywise showed up, and came down with the blue. Like that for me was better. Yeah. Than the lumberjack terrorizing bats flying out of his mouth. Yeah. All of that kind of stuff. And a bit then, too blockbustery. A bit too blockbustery. And then it's Pennywise sitting on his shoulders, and he goes, yeah. "I know your secret." Yeah. And he floats <laughs> down with the balloons, and everyone is in the background is just standing swaying. So yeah. that was. 20 times better yeah. than, than like that's that's what I wanted exactly because I've already seen the terrorizing thing yeah and we've already seen that like we, we kind of know the hints that Richie's homosexual and something's hiding it yeah and earlier on that he's kind of like maybe he's attracted to this other boy that, that he's he playing street fighter with yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah. he's just trying to be and nice and then to Bowers him. shows up and just calls he's, him a yeah, faggot and, he ends up yeah, being his yeah. cousin or something I think he's oh Bowers is that what it was yeah, yeah. yeah and he's just like oh why are you talking to me get away from me a faggot or some shit like that like you know what I mean which is pretty harsh because like if I'm a dude and someone's offering me free street fighter yeah I think I'm playing street Street yeah. Fighter for the afternoon, I'm pretty sure. Absolutely. I'm checking my watch and I was like, Street Fighter clock, it seems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 1989 and you got Street Fighter tokens. Arcade, like arcade. arcade street, street you know Fighter, what I mean? Like, God. like that's so rare. Like. First film I got for first film. First game I ever played was Street Fighter 2. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's iconic. Like especially back in Port Leash, like the only arcade games we have a Supermax. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember God, that play? I, do. I remember it well. I remember it well. Yeah. So if somebody's offered me free Street Fighter, I'm letting go a bit of social like, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like I think you're uncool. I'm playing Street Fighter, so who's cooler here, dude? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, uh, but I did I did kind of 
it did capture a lot of it. I, I thought it went back and forward. Yeah. Um, but I thought again, I thought it was stomping over the same old ground. And yeah. I don't think I don't think a sequel should ever do that. Yeah. I don't think bigger's always better, and I don't yeah. think a sequel should just And more is not always the right way to go. No, either. it's not. No, and I, I thought like there was some really creep. I thought the scene where uh the girl with the birthmark on her face, one of the first kills, yeah, and he was like, I could just blow that thing away, and he comes the tree and he stops on two and he starts to drool. Yeah, like, that's that's what I wanted. Yeah, the from one it. under the bleachers. Under the bleachers, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah where there's the firefly she follows a firefly yeah. down and pennywise comes and grabs it like that i thought that was cool i i i like the, the slick pennywise i didn't like the i'd already the blockbuster stuff just felt unnecessary to yeah. me at times um, it felt like because it just it felt like they had to go exactly yeah. yeah like i mean i do think it worked remember where they're all having dinner yeah and the fortune cookies start to like sprout legs and it's all yeah, quite yeah, grotesque yeah. i thought that was cool yeah i like, like all freaking out oh yeah and and I, yeah and especially because Mm. They kind of they were only they were only after remembering Pennywise's name. Yeah, it was only coming back to them, and, and then they were like, "Do remember his name to give him power?" That's it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's why you can come in there now. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, and finish what he started. Yeah, um because he said Stanley cut and cut. Like Stanley cut and cut. Yeah, yeah, remember they're all trying to but cut and cut, cut, yeah. cut. Not I, cut. I, I think you want open. She, uh, yeah, no, but that's why she starts crying because she's got Stanley. Yeah, and uh, they're really shit anagrams, though, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're really, really bad shit. anagrams. Like, I would have yeah. figured out immediately. Yeah, like, immediately, like, <laughs> dude, I couldn't cook. I'm like, uh, dude, you're a writer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not a famous comic as well. Like, you know yeah, words. You know words. Yeah, yeah. He's like, boy, he doesn't write his own material. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I knew it. <laughs> but uh, I, I, again, I thought, I, I thought, I knew when they were, they started like talking about the ritual of Chud. And I tell you what was iconic in this. I tell you one yeah. thing, I remember. I think when uh, M- M- Mike, um, drugs Bill and he shows oh. him the, the, the jug like, like ayahuasca or something like, like whatever it was and he just sees everything and it's all kind of like stop motion kind of little Amazing. dolls absolutely incredible Amazing. chills that yeah. scene was phenomenal yeah I love that style of animation oh my god it's, it kind of looks like cave drawings there. yeah and he kind of like they perceive them as some sort of giant bird yeah that swooped down from the heavens and oh god it was just fantastic which kind of goes back to um, Native American Lord yeah because we used to still look out the sky because we're still yeah but there's a thing called a thunderbird um, in Native American Lord that said that it used to like come around this gigantic bird and like you know and that's probably why they use the bird as a oh yeah because that's fear. what they would have been afraid of because kids when we were kids what were we afraid of clouds you yeah know I mean? absolutely like, yeah and like pennywise and that's an enduring thing like remember we talked about maybe pennywise was the reason yeah. it became enduring like you know that kind of way like you know yeah because the clown thing like we say oh he's a clown but you might have been a clown for a hundred years 200 years three yeah years, he's a clown years. now like, yeah he's a clown he's been or he's been a clown for centuries yeah but that's like that's like when i went through my grunge phase yeah. in the 90 like in, in the yeah. ultimate in the totality because of his well, time it's nothing yeah exactly he's millions of years old millions and millions yeah. of years old so like uh for like as long as the mythos of uh whatever he's picks lives on he's going to continue to pick that guys so like so in Native Americans, if they still have the Thunderbird, oh yeah, to speak about it today. So a clown wouldn't have meant anything. Exactly. Them. So for gen- a clown probably didn't exist back then. No, know? that's what I mean. Uh, it would have exact- just been like a guy wearing. Yeah, you know, it would have been. It would have been scary. Or something. It would have been like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah a jester. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, uh, uh, so he probably said a bird to them, or just a white guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just a European. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just like oh, in a white suit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ah, sir. Ah, sir. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Actually, man, I was watching a talk saying a boys from Brazil the other day when you speak of white suits, it's Gregory Peck. So I was like, so many evil dudes wear white suits. Yeah, white suits. Like, if you see a white suit, it's more than likely a Nazi. Yeah, absolutely. Bernie <laughs> yeah. Sanders, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> white, white fedora. Yeah, you're yeah, done. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, so that's what I think it is. So however long the mythology lives on, that's when he will keep using that guise. So with them, it'd be a bird, a thunderbird thing, and that lives on with them until they figure out how to defeat it. Yeah. Um, which they, and then he was kind of forgotten. And they them. didn't even figure out how to defeat it, but you find out later on, they all get killed. They all get killed. Because yeah. remember, Mike's like, oh, I love that bit. Oh, did you, Mike? Because they didn't believe. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you take out the fear aspect, it might work. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, come on, Mike. That's a pretty big part to leave out. Yeah, it's a pretty big part to leave <laughs> out. I'm just getting over the drugging. Yeah, when I was a kid, um, uh, or sorry, from from when I was a kid, I did not remember the part with the ritual of Chud and the whole. I remember the ending that he turned into like a big kind of insect thing or spider, spider. Yeah. In the TV series, unlike and it was just a spider. Unlike yeah. unlike the uh, follow up where he's a spider esque uh, esque. Yeah. Pennywise. Uh, like a, a humanoid, arachnid, arachnid kind of scorpion hybrid. kind of thing because yeah. he had the kind of pincers. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you call them? Because I was calling them pincers, but they're not. Pincers. But they're not because they don't have bottoms. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. they don't pince. <laughs> I actually think kind of like scorpion. Is that what the, is that the call it pincing? <laughs> because it's from the pincer movement. Yeah. Or did the pincer movement because the shape come from the pincer? Because oh. you, you flank both sides, which is shaped like a pincer. I don't think I, I don't think it's exactly a claw. <laughs> yeah, but what would you call it? Like uh what would you call it? It's like a spike. It's like a sp- scorpion tail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it kind of works on that principle. Yeah, and it's like he just it goes Oh down. no, you know what it was at times? It was like praying mantis. Like a praying mantis, but what do you call that? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, just claws. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is it like a spike? Like, I, I don't know. But I, I, I check so so no. Tell me more about praying mantises. <laughs> but I, I thought I thought that this film was I thought film was a bit long. <laughs> this is this is just Vinny in a nutshell. By the way, you couldn't just let something that does, has nothing to do with anything go. He's now googling it <laughs> and leaving me floating in the wind. Uh, <laughs> um, it's it's called a claw like structure. Oh wow, Jesus! Fucking stayed up all night on that one. Yeah, pray mantis front legs would be all different. So, so Pennywise is a claw-like structure. Yeah, he has a claw-like structure and an arachnid body, and a giant clown head, and a giant clown head, <laughs> which and you just couldn't do on a small TV series budget. No, you like, really you know? couldn't. No, and this is where big budget comes in handy, like you know. No, this is yeah, yeah, and because like it's for a long time they said Lord of the Rings is on unfilmable. There was some shit version back in the day or whatever, hmm. but it's unfilmable. That's Russia, I think. Yeah, I think Russia made it. You know what I mean? That's what they said. It's unfilmable, but eventually technology catches up to it yeah. and it becomes filmable. And look at the MCU. A lot of those movies were barely filmable. That's why we only got to see a Spider-Man 1, 2, and oh, 3, yeah. X-Men. We got to see this, this, here and here, the ones that were actually doable. And oh, yeah. They, so like Robert Downey Jr. played Iron Man right in true ages of of special effects catching up yeah it's not as if the second iron man could have been thanos an endgame scenario exactly even though it's stories on a mid-sense but they literally could yeah, like in iron man one he's wearing a suit in part two he's wearing a green it's all computer generated yeah like he's wearing a leotard and that iron man suit comes in later same with the spider-man suit yeah. they don't exist anymore like, like you know what i mean that's how far has evolved and stuff that's become unattainable uh, unattainable in terms of the narrative like it's like you can have like this weird kind of spider looking thing at the end of the tv series and the plays back then but now when you get a bigger budget, these movies, these stories, you can actually tell them to their potential. And sometimes I know it kind of ends up with a real long thing because you're leaving. Because you have a thousand page book and they're probably like, 
okay, let's tell the first half of two hours. And even two hours is kind of long for a horror movie. Yeah. Because 90 minutes is the golden button for a horror movie. That's yeah. the number. And like 90% of the best horror movies. 93, 87. You know, yeah, you're exactly. even, even just that pendulum that goes back yeah, and Yeah, exactly. Forward, between yeah. 80 and 90 minutes. Like some of the most iconic horror movies are an hour and a half long. Yeah. And to go two hours or like, well, they liked a little bit more and it was really good. Like they were Maybe fleshing out characters in the first one. Mm. Um, with the exception of Mike and Ben. And you one story as well. Yeah. Like, the exception of Mike and Ben. I don't think they fleshed out them a terrible lot. But they fleshed out other like yeah. Bev got fleshed out. Completely like yeah, but they had more roots in the town. Yeah, they had roots in the town. That's true. Anyway, um, but in the second one, I didn't feel like it was completely necessary. Did you? Did you get that feeling as well? Yeah, I, I just think like um, what the fear was when you have such a successful reaction to the cast in part one. Let's not get rid of them completely in part two. Yes. Let's keep them around in any way we can. Yeah. They probably looked at the story. They kept doing that whole when they walked through the school hall or yeah. the back of, of, of the back entrance to Bev's old apartment. Yeah. Or, and do a good too. Yeah. And then there, of course there was the obviously mm. there was always going to be the storm drain. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and, and that's the way they did it. Like I think the reason the story might have felt a bit like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like bulky, maybe is lack of a better term, but like recycled? Or, yeah. No, I just think it, 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 they felt we can't just tell the adult story. Yeah. We need to keep the kids around because And I suppose you do at least you're able to kind of say, look, these adults are these kids. Yeah. It's not like you can say these kids are these adults. And you can you can tell the stories parallel and have them experience like you go to a place that resonates to them for the past and you can do a cut to scene where they're another kid again and you can yeah. play out uh, because they probably looked at them and go, How do we keep these kids around? There was that period of the summer where they all split up what happened then yeah actually what did happen then yeah, yeah exactly that's like, exactly you, it you know yeah. what i mean like and i think that was like maybe why the film felt a little bit bulky because uh chapter one you're telling one story it's the loser club story when they're kids chapter two you're telling two stories something we talked about i think before we start recording mm. you have the adults and then you also have to let us know what happened in that summer and how yeah. they've grown as children and what let them grow and yeah and as it's coming world. back to them it, it lends yeah. it lends you a good storytelling narrative to to use those things yeah exactly because you know obviously they come back to the town they're only remembering yeah um but yeah i i thought like fine and i cared about their stories but i thought they were getting unlike the first one i thought the second one they were getting a bit bogged down in it yeah as opposed to everything fi- like not everything felt necessary to get to the point i yeah. want you know they came back the, to the pacing them. was the issue the pacing was yeah, the, issue. the first one was so well paced exactly yeah and i think that's the problem when you have an extra 45 minutes yeah because even looking back on it, i'm trying to I, I was about to say something i was like wait was that before was that before or after and, and I realized some of the stuff was quite inconsequential. Yeah, and the like when the skateboard comes down the stairs mm. by itself, and and Bill is like, "I'm getting used to it," you know. I was yeah. like, was that, but was that before or after the scare? And now it means it actually doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. whether I'm right or wrong, was that before? Ben has the, the flashback to where Pennywise pretended to be Beverly and her head on fire, and yeah. saying, "How would I ever go near a fat loser like you?" And I was like, "Was that before or after that scene?" And I realized it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. it really doesn't. And in the first one, it would have. Yeah. Uh, uh, so pacing was the issue some stuff was just kind of put in there because obviously they wanted to scare you and there was yeah. some really good some really good scenes in it but I don't know it didn't feel as organic do you think as well they felt we need to keep the kids around to really emphasise on the scares because like uh, scaring adults doesn't does, yeah. Yeah. does or it doesn't have the same emotional yeah, you know exactly. what I mean like, it's like when you watch a film and a dog dies yeah. I don't know why it's just but it's it's not like it's not in real life, of course, it isn't the case, but it's we become desensitized. He's an innocent. He's an innocent, an innocent, yeah. And it's always like, an you know, there's a scene, there's a shootout scene and there's yeah. cops against bank robbers and there's civilians in the middle and people mm. are just getting going down and it doesn't have the emotional kind yeah. of ripple effect. But kids, it does. So yeah, it was a good, it makes sense from a perspective of yeah. emotional 
emotionally connecting to your audience. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah, and because if you want to carry on that emotional connection to the adults, keep the kids yeah. around because we've already told the first story with them. So we already have that emotional connection with the kids. Yeah. So it's like you said, it's you want to see these adults as the kids, something you kind of touched on earlier. They can be. Yeah, you know what I mean? You, know, so you tell a parallel and then we create this emotional connection yeah. that we have with Finn Wolfhard will carry over to Bill Hader. Uh, we had with um, Bill Devereaux, I'll check that kid's name in a minute, and I'll carry over to James McAvoy. Yeah. Because, and you tell the stories parallel, and when you see that James McAvoy remembers being young Bill, that goes back to being James On McAvoy. On his bike, and yeah. he gets off Stephen King. And that yeah. emotional connection will carry over from one scene to the next, and I think that's the plan. So when you see James McAvoy, and he's being nostalgic, um, and then it switches back to young Bill Devereaux, and then when it switches back to James McAvoy, We'll, they're hoping that we carry the emotional connection from young Bill onto older Bill into the next scene. Gotcha. And that's why you tell a story yeah. parallel and that's why you have to keep the kids around. Yeah, you do. You know what yeah. I mean? like, and that's just the way it is. And I think that's why you have a two hour, 45 minute movie or something. Like, yeah. Because like I said, it was still like 20% about the kids. Probably should be two and a half hours long. Shave 15 yeah, minutes You could have shaved 15 comfortably. Easily, like, I think easily. I know, and they weren't going to shave any of the... movies. I love longer yeah, movies. Yeah, and they weren't going to shave any of the special effects. Yeah. You know what I mean? They weren't going to Number shave Jack a scene. scene. You yeah. Cut, you cut that in half. I you just have Pennywise. I just like when Pennywise showed up. Yeah, exactly. I just thought that was cool. Lumber, Big Lumberjack is like the the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man at the end yeah. of Ghostbusters. That's not as scary to me as a Vigo. Yeah, yeah, but everyone's everyone be afraid of a giant statue coming to life, Vigo, chasing you sorry. with an axe and, and shooting bats over. Yeah. Everyone would be afraid of that. That's not so cartoonish. But, but yeah, it's so cartoonish. That's it. It was yeah. so cartoonish. And also, it's just but if somebody shows up and goes, I know your secret. Yeah. That's one of the most terrifying things that can happen to a person. Exactly, yeah. And like it's the, his biggest secret. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the thing that he fears that will fuck with his identity forever. Yeah, of because course. Because he's created this version of Richie that he exudes out into the world. And he has a wife or whatever. He has a girlfriend or whatever. And he's like, he's this big more mouth. He's a successful comedian. Yeah. But Probably will, a ladies man, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly, all, yeah, all of All of that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. The pure stereotypical. And a lot of times for people I've, I've heard, even from gay friends of my own, that the longer they've left coming out, it's almost like, would you be accepted? You'd convince yourself you might be accepted by the gay community for, for having that shame. Yeah. And then you won't be accepted by the other community for being gay. Yeah. And not that any of it's like, there's yeah, always pockets. But yeah, you're in a social limbo, even though it's kind of a prison of your own creation. Yeah, exactly. People are usually more accepting. Especially nowadays. Especially nowadays, people yeah. are more accepting. But at the same time, I, 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 well, I don't claim to understand, but I understand that is something that happens. Yeah, no, I'd say you've been pretty gay from time to time. I have from time to time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with your mom uh, what, what? <laughs> but, uh, and the funny thing about this is my mother's actually a man <laughs> <laughs> but uh what did you think of the kills versus the first one we had the gay yeah. couple that was um at the start yeah beaten and like, he was thrown up i liked it i, I like yeah. the simplicity of it he goes down there your man bites into the the, the gay guy that got thrown off the bridge yeah. and the balloons come from underneath. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I like I just, I, I was actually saying to um, Lorraine when we were watching, I was like, it must be so fucking annoying that you can't just kiss your partner without fear of some fucking idiots attacking him. Oh, it must be awful. So annoying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could kiss any girl if I'm with them and it'd be grand. Mm. But if I'm a dude and I kiss another dude, straight away I'm like, fuck. I but don't, don't think, if you've seen yeah. somebody, if you've seen somebody give, give a child a kiss, you think, whatever, they're a parent, even that, it's, it's people, yeah. people tend to just mind their own fucking business. Yeah, exactly. But there's something about that that just draws eyes. Yeah, exactly. It's, and, it's unbelievable. And, and it's like, and it's, uh, that's what I'm saying, like, the, the fear is nearly the people as much as Pennywise in well, this situation. It, yeah. Like, you know, But at least I mean? Pennywise is a monster. Yeah. 
at least he fucking wears well, so it. Are these guys, are yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But they, at least he wears it. Those guys will go back to being like fucking whatever it is their day jobs are, and yeah, they'll go back into hiding. You know what yeah, I mean? I think so their day jobs are sleeping with their sisters. Though. Yeah, actually, <laughs> probably. Yeah, but they're female sisters. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's bucks yeah. and the name is Sony. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I thought, what do you think of the kills? We have the little girl under the bleachers. Yeah, we have the. the That's game. probably the strongest. Uh, yeah, for that the was side good, characters because you're supposed to say to her. Yeah. And just and then you have the kid in the um mirror house of mirrors. Oh, actually, that was one thing I liked about the kid in, in the mirrors is I've seen this movie only twice before. I think in when it released um in um in the cinemas and then after I got the DVD um for the ring because I bought it, I was president, whatever. I'm a good guy, whatever. I'm a hero. Your words. Yeah, let's <laughs> just like leave my accomplishments where they may, like whatever. Like, but um, uh, so. <laughs> But like I forgot that that kid actually got killed. So when I was watching it, yeah, I yeah. forgot that he was going into the, the mirror. I was yeah, no, I actually totally forgot he got killed. Full stop. Like really, and, no, and, I remembered when he went into the mirror. Yeah, mirrors. and I was like, he's uh, this is fucking Will's redemption arc to save Georgie all over. Yeah, again. but he doesn't. <laughs> time, yeah, he doesn't. How lousy. <laughs> I actually seen an outtake of that, like that scene where they're like, you know, James McAvoy's banging on one mirror yeah. and Pennywise on the other, and. And at the end of it, like, you know, Bill Skarsgård just kind of waves at the kid and goes, you know, gives him the thumbs up. Are you OK? Kind yeah. of thing. I thought it was cool, like, that they were taking care of yeah. each other because the scene's quite intense. Yeah. Uh, and and it's just that fucking kid's head like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And he tears into like, it. He explodes. And... Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. He yeah. explodes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. fucking insane. And it kind of reminds you of just what you're actually up against, mm. you know, because sometimes they, they'd all gone into a house with, like, and does like, it leave Bill with the feeling that he's doomed to repeat the same mistakes? Again, oh, yeah. Like, but that's know? why Bill got that. That was at least that, that's what that story needed because then Bill went foolhardy. Yeah. I'm fucking gone. I'm doing this. Yeah. You're either coming with me or you're not. Yeah. And then finally, you're kind of thinking. Cause of, to go uh, yeah. Because a film that struggled with pacing yeah. had finally, finally. It speeds up. Just, you just. I remember when he's going there, James McAvoy's getting fired up. Uh, Bill's getting fired up. And I'm, I was getting fired up because I was like, that's, that's the injection this yeah. needed. And a kill is always a really, really, really strong thing to go off the back of. Yeah, and you can't kill any of the losers close just yet. And also that, that's the thing. I I won't be brave enough to take on a pain, but there's something so hijacking of your brain to see something so horrific happen to such an innocent that you literally just stop that part of you that feels that fear or gives that fuck. It just leaves. And you can totally understand Bill's reaction majority in his backstory as well. And he's he's all, and all that's going to happen is he's going to keep failing these fucking kids and he can't come back at a 67 year old man and take them on. He can't. Yeah. So he knows. It's now or never. And and not just that, obviously there's a period. Yeah. It's not like I can come back in six months. Yeah. It's now. And if I go away and everyone goes away. I forget. I forget and what Michael dies. Who's going to do? Who's going to be there to remember? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's the thing. Like you know, and that's where it gets his power. People believe. People forget. Yeah, and like, I, 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 who is Michael going to get together in twenty-seven years? Yeah, exactly. Old who's man, going to be know? alive? Like, well, if he's dead and he's the only one. The only reason he leaves is because they defeat Pennywise. And shit, yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? Yeah. So what if he dies and he's the only one that remembered? And like that was the injection the film needed. That really was yeah. that 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 kill. Because the other kills were kind of like, especially they were completely inconsequential because and the gay couple at the start were literally just setting up the fact that Pennywise is back. Yeah. The little girl was just kind of, I suppose, emphasizing the point and just keep racking up the numbers. Yeah, I think the little girls just show like, that, uh, don't forget he kills kids as well. Yeah. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, And they don't all get away. This yeah. little girl was like yeah. devoured under the bleachers. Yeah. Six feet from her mother. Probably like her mother was probably just overhead. Yeah. So it was just to remind you what you're up against. But that kid that got killed in the House of Mirrors had real 
effect on the storyline because we kind of drew to Loom as well yeah of course because well. he was saying that because he, he was he the fan of Richie yeah and, Richie and he was and saying like um I know what you are yeah. yeah I hear I, the voice in the drains because your mom is telling I love that part her. yeah he's like um, do you hear a voice in the storm drains and he's like no yeah. no I love it because the kid's always like voice in the storm because it sounds yeah. as crazy as it would yeah. he's going but in the bath yeah, yeah I hear the yeah exactly yeah, yeah, it's like what do you or hear or in the bathroom or in the bath I can't remember what he says he hears it in the bath and it's in the sink in the sink or something like that and he goes what do you hear I hear the voice of children or something like that constantly yeah and, I just like, and this was just after a cool scene where he reaches in to get Georgie's boat and all the hands, the growing hands. Growing yeah, hands. that's that's yeah. fucking awesome. Oh yeah, there was like I mean that's the thing. There was some absolutely iconic scenes in it. It was just unfortunately off the back of a superior film. Yeah, and it's hard not to to, to look at one through the lens of the other, especially when it took all of the cast and and used them as a flashback. Yeah, yeah and I, I you just, know I think when pacing is such a big strength of a movie and you lack that in the second one. Yeah, and it was such a we didn't say that when we were actually yeah. talking about. The first film we were talking about the chemistry and stuff yeah. but the pacing just felt right yeah exactly. and even when it did just kind of take a step back yeah. and they were gone for a swim it's probably better this. to mention it now because you have the comparison apart that's it yeah but yeah. in the first one when they went the when they jumped in the water and it's it was like it felt necessary yeah even though when you're looking at it through strict eyes it kind of wasn't yeah but like they had to bond i guess but like they had that and it was funny because yeah, exactly. there was that girl that was sunday and an, there was the guys all sitting it's around such a symbol and, of americana Yes. Everybody getting around jumping off the, the, the big That's it, thing yeah. Out. Just yeah. being a kid. Yeah. Just actually like, yeah, you're bullied and yeah, there was an absolute psycho on the loose looking for us. But we're going to let it all go We're going to let it go for like an hour or yeah. two hours. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just be kids. Um. So the second film, it, it yeah, it didn't, yeah, it, it felt it felt unnecessary at times. But it, I thought when it finally picked up pace, yeah. I thought the showdown at least I didn't do it. There's, there's stuff I didn't like with the showdown, but I thought at least the showdown, it was all just happening. Yeah, I think one thing about part two or different from part one is in part one, when it sped up and slowed down, it sped up quite quickly afterwards and you didn't feel the slowdowns. So it gave room for, remember, like we talked about character development and that you relate yeah. to the, a human element of the characters. Absolutely. But in part two, it sped up and slowed down, but for too long. And then when it sped up again, you were enjoying it. But when it slowed down, it was maybe for 10 minutes too long each time. Yeah. And with part one, it was very snappy. It was like, it sped up, slowed down, back speeding up. And then you get your next scare and it's back again. Yeah. And the next big moment, character development. Or even like when they're looking back on themselves as kids. And I was like, yeah, I know you survived this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just eventually were like, yeah, we get it. Pennywise was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, like, even to see him, like, <laughs> like uh, your man gets comes back Bowers. Like and he's like, yeah. And when he when he stabs Eddie in the face, <laughs> and Eddie just gets in the shower, kind of laughing, and he walks up and he just stabs Bowers in the chest through the curtain. I just yeah. thought that was brilliant, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't really get his deal because, like, is Pennywise able to affect stuff in the physical world outside of his victims? Like in the yeah. sense of like, remember he escapes the mental institution and then he's psycho friend that was killed 27 years ago the, the other bully is like you know he's a corpse and he's driving the car yeah. or bowers gets stabbed in the heart yeah and he just walks away from it but he gets stabbed in the head and he dies i wasn't sure what that was like bowers operating on zombie rules or something uh, um i don't know maybe pennywise can heal yeah i maybe and I, I mean a hit to the head is instantly fatal i guess but yeah. i don't know i didn't know what rules bowers was up in the in, in the 1990 film Pennywise just used them to lure the kids into the sewer and then he had them straight away. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was it. Yeah. I, that was a cool scene. I actually don't remember much at all. Suck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was yeah. a cool scene. It was all the, 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 the deadlights moving up a drain and it just he goes white and it just sucks him in, yeah. drags him and he just kind of goes in like, like just sucked in yeah. to a drain that he'd be too small to go into. Yeah, and this is kind of like he's like, he's, he's 
he's his agent or some shit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can, who can move around in the physical world in a way that perhaps Pennywise couldn't, yeah. or at least would be useful to him, even yeah. just as a, a distraction. As a, or oh, yeah, a killable minion, as somebody who did not matter to, at all, like yeah. ultimately. And like he's on the run and shit because like he broke out mental asylum and all that. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and he wasn't long for this world, and he was killed off. He was, and he was kind of the comic relief. Yeah, in a way as well. Like, because yeah. remember when he stabs, he stabs him back, and Eddie's making his way out. And he goes, "Jesus Christ, man, lose the mullet. It's been thirty fucking years." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought that was a great. Yeah, no, line. he's fucking brilliant in it. Though. Yeah. Who, who's actually that? What's that dude's name? The growing up hours. No, growing up Eddie. Um, growing up Eddie, the dude from The Wire is James Ran Ransoni. I'm sure you pronounced that perfectly. Um, I don't think I James Ransoni. I say Ransoni. Oh, I guess we're going to have to fight to the death. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, like the that's another strength of the casting, though. Like, uh, like even the guy that they uh, um, picked to play the older Bowers. Um, and what's his fucking name? I thought you were checking it. Um, checking it. Checking. I had the wrong cheat sheet up. Did you? You suck. Um, yeah, you suck. But um, yeah, like so. I think the major strength of part one and part two is like. Or the carryover is the casting, even though like the chemistry wasn't maybe there in the same way part one was. But it was lightning in a bottle in the first yeah. one, you know. But they still was. captured it in, in parts, like you know. Oh, they did, you yeah. Know, Richie and yeah, you Eddie, sense they cared about each yeah, other, like Richie and Eddie was definitely spot on. Definitely, that yeah. was the best carryover in terms of chemistry. Yeah. I think uh, Jessica Chastain did a really good. Uh, uh, job. job as Beverly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And she, she seemed to carry Beverly's pain. Yeah, she captured uh, the same, the same yeah, pain or the same fucking kind of like persona or the same. She seemed like a woman who was damaged from a past that yeah. young Beverly had. Yeah, her and Sophia Lillis is it? Like, Sophia Lillis. Like, they yeah. seem like the same person. You yes. know, like they're portraying the same person. Yeah. Like, I think like whereas it's harder for Ben, I think, because it's such a change. But like with Ben, I think well, there's an argument for yeah. two sides of a coin here. It's harder for him because it's such a change, or it's easier for him because it's such a change. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It really depends yeah. what no, way you I want mean, to go. In terms there. of comparison, like it's harder to. It's hard to make the comparison. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Whether or not he did a good job or not, because yeah, different. exactly. But he like, did, I mean, he did, a although job, he did, he did seem you know? to carry like he carried, you know. Uh, he, the insect seemed to carry some of the insecurities. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. he didn't, even though he was such a good-looking, accomplished dude, he didn't. He wasn't the cock of the walk. Yeah, and when Beverly hugs Richie, or no, yeah, hugs Bill. Yeah, he still has that, you know. Yeah, he still like he kind of walks off with the head down. Yeah, like, and that woman know. is fucking useless at figuring out who writes poems. <laughs> yeah, and it's an awful poem. Like, Jesus, that's Christ. a terrible poem. Yeah, it's a I terrible just, poem. Terrible right? poem. Just, like and Stephen King wrote that because we checked it up. Um, I wanted like Lorraine wanted to see if it was from a real poem. Stephen King wrote it, and I think it's an awful poem. Oh, oh yeah, out there. Stephen yeah. King, you wrote an awful book. There you go. Take that, Stephen King. Yeah. And before, so on that note, let's go to the break. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no, so like uh, we we fuck off to the break and we come back and we'll wrap up in chapter two and you can give us your final thoughts and shit about the whole series uh, in its entirety and whatnot. Okay. All right, right. so all right, this is Invasion Potty Snatchers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Toohey. Carl yeah. Mack is the man in the back. And we'll be back after the break and our work from our sponsors. All right, folks, welcome back from the break. This is It Chapter 2, and I'm Vincent Green. And I'm Noel John Tui. This is Invasion of Policy Snatchers, and we've got Car Mac in the back. And thanks for joining us if you're back with us. And um, so, Noel, we're going to wrap this motherfucker up. We've been talking about these two movies back to back here. Um, we are we went through what it was like for the new cast to transition from the old 
difference in the chemistry, who was able to do a better job at uh, kind of capturing what the, the younger actor was able to do in part one. So the, the template they had to work from. We talked about it used different kind of, um, or sorry, not it. Pennywise. Probably have to touch on Pennywise's final yeah, demise exactly. as well. Um, yeah. Pennywise, like, you know, uses different tactics now, like, you know, more modern age, like, you know, and this shit like that and playing with people's minds and stuff like that. And we see that the big thing is kind of building up now that no one is saved. That like he killed the the gay dude at the start, he kills the girl under the beach, the bleachers, he kills the little dude in the house of mirrors, in the house of mirrors, in the, at the carnival. And now we see that I'm trying this, to think, there's probably one or two others. Yeah, and we we just see now that this is going to be a continued cycle. He's not going to stop. No, so they're going to have to stop him. They're back to have to stop him. And as you said, after the little dude dies in the circus, in the sorry, in the house of mirrors in the festival, or is it a circus? It's like a carnival or whatever. Yeah. But after he dies, the story just ramps up. And it's like, it comes right back out that, remember we spoke about a little bit before the break, the, the lulls were a little bit too long and that's where the pacing issues were coming from. That it picks it right back and it runs it right in because now this is Bill saying, enough's enough. Georgie, I failed. Yeah, Through yeah. an action, through my own bad decisions. This kid, I failed and now it can't be another kid. There can't be another kid. There yeah. can't be another Georgie. And there could be another Georgie tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Because this is his feeding cycle, I, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly, and this yeah. is going to continue and continue and continue. And I was like, okay, fuck it. I don't care. Even if we're not, all, even if we're not all in this together, someone has to try and stop him. Whether yeah. I fail or not, or whatever. And this is where it yeah. ramps up because we're like, I go down swinging kind of moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is where they all start to go back and they decide to do this ritual. What is it called? Ritual, ritual of Chud. chud. Yeah. What's what's it mean? Does it have a meaning? I don't know. Because come on. Oh, Stephen King. Yeah, come on, Stephen King. <laughs> Stick to the poems, which you're great at. Sarcasm. It's like, not. <laughs> it's like, Borat. So fucking yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Not. Yeah. High five. Yeah. yeah. You actually mash. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, uh, so like, you have the big fucking finale here. And do you think the big finale in part, uh, chapter two, hits and lands in the same way as the big finale in chapter one? No, it wasn't as good. Um, it, it kind of had the untimely demise of Eddie, although maybe more time, like, I mean, he got stabbed and thrown around the place and thrown <laughs> into a cavern and lived for like four minutes, yeah, he got five stabbed minutes. in the face earlier on and everything. He got stabbed in the face, you yeah. know, like. He got uh, vomited on. Yeah, thing, absolutely. Like, um, poor but Eddie. The, it's, but essentially, the, the, the thing is, the only way to defeat this monster is to take away his power and his power is, like, for all of the, with his claw-like structure yeah. and his spider body for all of that essentially spider buddy <laughs> for all that he's a clown like to say to yeah. him you're a clown yeah. a mimic yeah uh, a headless boy yeah uh an old lady and all this kind of stuff and realize that they're taking his power and i was thinking like god it felt so anticlimactic because it's essentially they just like trash talk him trash talk them yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and then he got grew smaller kind of and very smaller and smaller. Of our society. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. That's what it was. An absolutely spectacular ending. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it held a mirror up to society, yeah. people. Uh, and it said, Society, look at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Who who's the real monster? Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought the bit where Eddie, you know, he got he got brave, he threw the spear, he hurt. He, he damaged the deadlights, which yeah. had Bill Hader. I thought it was great the way Bill Hader. Yeah, you touched on that scene. Yeah, Richie gets hit by the deadlights. I just love the way his body goes limp mid yeah. mid swing. It's almost swing comedic, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, but and also terrible. His head, sta his head stays completely still. Yeah. As if on it. <laughs> Is uh, he like, I'm going to get it. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God, that was so cool. The, the deadlights are terrifying, and the sound effects. 
And like it's the one uh, something I talked about in part one is the sound effects and the score. And the oh yeah, yeah. But I love that sound effects with the dead like, <laughs> Yeah, just sheer power. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly like that. Like it's just raw electricity. In. There's or nothing you can yeah, do like abs- a tractor beam or something. No, yeah, and nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Um, and I thought like eventually, but the only way you could ever kill something like that is to take away its fear because it's not yeah. you can't it, it's not fire. Yeah. It's not silver bullets. Yeah. It's it doesn't even have no, it doesn't even have heart. a fixed shape. Yeah. It do, like I mean, it seemed gaseous at yeah. times. Yeah, you know they could flake you away. Can be, you can and be whatever he wants. Absolutely, whatever he wants. Mm. Uh, limit again by your imagination. Do you think his name is Pennywise back in the day? Or I honestly no. I I think I think it's that it's that thing I've read in enough comics to know. Like I've known been known by a thousand names. Yeah, by a, you know, conqueror of worlds, all that kind of shit. Um, but I think Pennywise probably done him for the last half a that's millennia. His town name. Yeah, that, yeah, I'd say for the last half a millennia, it's done yeah. as good as anything else. Um, but I thought like essentially they, they beat him and he goes you've all grown so much yeah. and, and then they crush so his heart good. and then they all go for a swim and Richie has a bit of a cry yeah. and they all kind of I and I felt the chemistry though. there like I felt the chemistry Richie's there reaction is very Richie's good. reaction to Eddie's yeah. death and them kind of comforting him yeah. actually felt right Yeah, and like, that's like, when I think they captured the magic a bit there they were like Eddie be so angry with us yeah. dirty water yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> he probably yeah that was it and they were making jokes about the diseases that he would mention yeah like, staff in the caucus yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind like, that's the kind of laughing you do like a year later like the dude's 15 minutes dead yeah, um, but uh, well, sometimes you laugh to stop yourself from crying. Yeah, well, that's true. That's yeah. absolutely true. And it was, uh, it was, it was like a really, really worthy effort. It didn't, yeah. it wasn't joyless or soulless. Yeah. Um, but it was just, I think it was an unfair expectation to it. Yeah. But the first uh, especially one, when you don't get to like, you don't get to beat the clown to death. Yeah. Um, you actually just have to like, it's like in the first Nightmare on Elm Street, which yeah. is iconic, but she turns her back on him. Yeah. And that's how you defeat him. Although. And that's the problem with uh, fear based that's elements. the one the problem with the fear or name or belief based mm. monsters Candyman it's again anticlimactic it's anticlimactic because essentially you are the one who's feeding them which is cool and it's mind fucky but it doesn't it doesn't lend itself to a Terminator style show. especially showdown. after the first one you have Finn Wolfhard's Richie attacking him with the baseball bat yeah Bev shoving have to kill the, this the, fucking clown yeah, yeah. Like we have Bev shoving the iron bar or whatever to his head yeah and then before that uh, Bill shot him uh, with, with the, the compressed gun, yeah, the bald yeah. gun for for killing Kyle you know what I mean Like so that was kind of cool action they were actually fighting him oh yeah and when he was when he had one well, like, I, I think Ben bites him yeah like, you know what I mean they run I up like, him imagine how horrible that would taste yeah I was just thinking that yeah imagine how horrible oh, that horrific would that would taste yeah. but, uh, oh but the fact like that like a wet sock that's been there for a hundred years yeah exactly oh, God. <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of a, but somehow still moist somehow still moist yeah <laughs> in the driest cave in the world still moist uh, but uh, but that yeah there was the two and nail to it and the second one they literally like he, they turned him into a baby of some description and then yeah. they took his heart Toby's chest like he was made of sponge cake yeah and... he looked like he was kind of like deflating yeah but you even see when they're reaching into his chest he's only got these tiny little hands he, he's, he's just... a balloon that's why he likes red balloons. I don't know. Do you see? He comes out as the chud thing. He comes out as a giant red balloon. Yeah. I thought that was cool. <laughs> I like the fact that he's stuck with his stuck with his thing, you know? Yeah, oh man, he's so fucking cool though. Like. Oh yeah, he's excellent. Um, but yeah, to wrap up, I, I I think overall, what an excellent, excellent uh franchise. Yeah. It was. I mean, there was enough too, too many strength. If you because essentially you could slap them together, it's just yeah. that they'd be too long to be called one film. Yeah. It is a five hour like four and a half hour oh, story. It could easily be in a trilogy. Could easily have yeah. been. Oh god, yeah, it could have been. I would have would have lended itself yeah. quite nicely to the 1990 90, 90, 90 format oh, or 95. Yeah. 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 Um and I'm sure there's a super cut out there someone has a cut. Oh god, yeah, yeah. 
But I thought, I thought overall I enjoyed the hell out of it. Like, I mean, and I think most of my falls definitely fall into the second one. But yeah. a lot of it's because I couldn't, I didn't enjoy the stuff because I'd, already, I'd just seen it in the first one. Yeah. I just felt like they were trying to copy. So even though I'm sure it was painstaking to make the lumberjack come to life and all that kind of stuff, it just felt yeah. cheesy to me. It felt unnecessary. Yeah. A little bit out of place. Yeah, a little bit out of place. And uh, I think what might have uh, taken away from that scene might have been two reasons. The kind of colour palette that was used, because yeah. it, it's very light in compared to what Pennywise uses. It's very yeah. dark, so he's greys. And, and it was out in kind of the cold light of day. Yeah, there was exactly. a cartoonishness. Yeah, I know it. I know what they're trying to say there, even during the broad Oh, daylight. you know we're safe. Yeah, exactly. Like standing in the middle of the, just the, the main yeah. square. Most times, because when, when you think about most, People get murdered during daytime, not night. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know yeah, I mean? most people killed by people they know and all that kind mm. of stuff. You know, the boogeyman that is next door and all yeah. that kind of scary shit, which is unfortunately true. And the other scene, actually, before we go, like uh, we didn't touch on like one thing I really liked when Jessica Shastain's character comes back, Beverly, when she goes back to her, her house, the apartment she's living, in, the scene with the old lady. Oh yeah, yeah never yeah. trust old people in horror movies. No, and it's even it alone did it with the yeah. the woman in the library. And do the you old think lady and when the, you just sorry to cut across, but compare the two scenes with the two lady old ladies, where it's kind of subtly done in the first one. I prefer the subtly. And the second one, she runs out as this giant naked old lady with the with the tatas swinging. Yeah, I you don't. I don't think that's necessary. I said to Lorraine, we were watching that. Like, I think that scene would have been scarier. The old lady just runs out naked. Yeah, and just the normal old lady. Yeah, you don't, or even if she's just in her underwear, or whatever, just runs at the camera. Completely frantic. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? like, yeah, and that would have been scarier than the CGI monster. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's a case of going bigger, not. That's better. it. Go bigger. Yeah, go yeah. Eight, eight feet tall and. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? And essentially, it was just that's what I mean. It was un, it was essentially the the the, the twisted face painting lady. Yeah. Done again, like they 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 just tried to go a little bit bigger. Literally, yeah. physically larger. Yeah, exactly. And it was the same idea. It was something very freaky coming from the shadows that yeah. you. That that was make like the old lady was making her uncomfortable and then struck. Yeah. And the painting makes Stanley uncomfortable and when then she was strikes. running around in the background and stuff though. Yeah, like, that, 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 that was, was creepy. Yeah, that was creepy. That was fuck. creepy. Like, yeah. So like it did, definitely did like hit at certain times, but like just two aspects we just mentioned, like two scenes that could have been less and there would have actually been more. Take out the lumberjack and just have Pennywise saying, I know your secret. I know your secret. <laughs> and he take out the big CGI woman and you just have the old lady yeah. coming out there and that's saved a few pennies and yeah. yeah, I don't think especially when the end scene Pennywise. Oh <laughs> Pennywise for your thoughts. <laughs> um but yeah, especially when the end you're gonna have him being this kind of cacophony of different creatures and he's gonna be yeah. huge. I mean you don't want to desensitize <clears throat> like um actually something I watched recently was Jaws. And uh, James Cameron, or sorry, Steven Spielberg said, there's a scene in Jaws, you know, when Richard Dreyfuss goes underneath the water um, yeah. to find uh, Ben Garner's board. Yeah. And it's got a hole in it. And he goes down to investigate what's going on. And Ben Garner comes out. He's, his face, his head just floats out. And seemingly he said the first time he showed it in Dallas, I think it was, because I watched the documentary, the, um, the timing was off in the Ben Garner scene. Uh, and he didn't get a pop out of that. And he was really disappointed. But when later on in the movie, the timing for do you remember when uh the big, we need a bigger we're going to need a bigger boat he's throwing the, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah yeah and jaws for lack of a better name because the shark comes out of the water and they said he got a massive pop and then they went back and they're like we need to rework the ben garner scene so he went over time and he said he came up with like 12 different versions of this ben garner scene shot it off his own money cost like an extra three thousand quid or whatever to reshoot the scene and he got the timing right showed it in another place and the pop was there it was amazing. He said, uh, you got the exact reaction. 
spot later on in the movie when the German scene came around, he didn't get that same reaction. And he realized he'd been too greedy and he'd taken away the audience's trust. That's an excellent story. Um, like it's just, it's an excellent story for me to have because I just think it does sum it up really well. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about Spielberg and yeah. he's at the height of his power. Exactly, you know? yeah. And I think that's some of the case. Well, third movie or something. So yeah, I suppose yeah, I got you know what I mean? uh, yeah, he did like um, a duel in some other movie. Yeah, I think it was his third. And um, uh, they were saying, it's just a case of like, I think in this movie that when it came to the big the big thing, when we see Pennywise as this big gigantic yeah. monster, because they've gone so big with the lumberjack, because they've gone so big with the old lady in Jessica's uh, in Beverly's old apartment, yeah, it lacked the, the Chinese restaurant scene. Exactly. Yeah. It, 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 um, it, no, no, the old lady comes out with a naked and yeah. CGI. I think the big when you see a big gigantic monster. It lacked the same kind of impact, yeah. Because we'd seen all these. Because it's, it's not even the first big gigantic monster. Exactly, yeah. So we'd seen these already two other monstrosities, yeah. And I think in part one, it really played with it because the 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 woman we seen in that looked like a normal woman, but just slightly distorted, and it was just yeah. kind of just fucked with you. And it wasn't this gigantic woman; it just looked like a woman, and everything was just like distorted about her, and it just played with your mind. That it just looked off, and it was yeah. just unsettling. Where this, it was just over the top. A woman coming out. Gigantic, nine feet tall, yeah. uh, old droopy tits hanging out and shit. It's just, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, have her come out as the normal old woman that we've seen, and then maybe she could fucking shake her head and it's Pennywise. Too far, yeah. yeah. Or, or move that that thing where they move without their feet. Move, like, you know, when they yeah. coast across the yeah, floor. And she just shit, like, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Because I mean. uncomfortable is a type of scare. Stop going for the jump scare. Yeah. Uncomfortable scares are good. Yeah, too. I don't need to get, like stop trying to go for the big like 16 year old going ah, in the cinema. Yeah. Like what you really need to do is you need to make people feel unease and unease and ease and then you just knock them off the edge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then straight away you put them back in their seat and then you start making them feel unease again. And that's what part one did. Better than part two and part two just kind of try to go big. And by the time that it's big moments were supposed to be big, we kind of lost the trust for lack of better term. Steven Spielberg turn. He got too greedy and he lost a bit of trust. Because by the time the big reveals came along later yeah. on, we were used to big reveals. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. we'd seen big reveals for two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. And by the time we'd seen Pennywise, this gigantic fucking interdimensional creature, yeah. we were like, of course. Because we'd seen a giant lumberjack come alive, seen this old woman being nine feet tall. And I just think he got a little bit greedy in part two in a yeah. way he didn't do in part one. Yeah. And he just put it all on the there table. There was nuance and there was spectacle. Yeah, it exactly. All, it was paced better. Yeah, and I think when you, you weigh up chapter one and chapter two and the reason chapter one... It's just a little bit better is because he was a bit more restrained in how he told the story and it was a bit more he was a little less greedy in what he went for yeah and he just kind of held back and kept the big scares for the big moments instead like of trying to have a lot of balloon coming across yeah the and range, i think yeah. this problem when you're telling us two stories you have to have twice the amount of scares um and maybe that's something you shouldn't you know what i yeah. mean like and i just think that's the case it's like it's a bigger it's, it's, it's excellent it's an excellent way to sum it up really yeah, isn't it yeah you know? it's, it's a bigger movie and it's just like at times it just like it's a bigger movie and it's not a better movie yeah exactly and i think it chapter one as a, a movie on its own is an instant modern horror classic absolutely opinion. absolutely chapter two really good movie yeah just not as good that's it 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 it, it, it falls short from the first one yeah and but a great a great and, one and it's not it's fault because Part one's just a 10 out of 10 movie. That's it. That's it. I don't fault it. I just love the first one. And it's like we talked about in the Alien franchise Friday, when the first two are 10 out of 10 movies, the only way is down. Yeah. And unless you could recapture the you're Yeah, exactly. Unless you are somehow, you manage to carry that bridge straight across. Exactly. That's great. But yeah, it's... It's It's very rare. It's very rare. Very rare. But um, so Noel, have you got anything else to say about it? No, I think we've summed up it quite well. We've done it. 
<laughs> We've done it. We've done it. <laughs> I'll do you. Um, all right, folks. So, like, we'll be seeing you again next week. There will be no dark side of the moon for October. We're going to just fucking be hitting you hard with invasion, potty snatchers, lots of horror content, lots of cool stuff coming this way. We're going to lots of cool places, lots of iconic locations in our minds. <laughs> and yeah. your movie screens I assure you yeah. in our minds um, so Noel have you got anything else to say or do you want to get the fuck out of here I want to get the fuck out of here alright folks thanks for joining us to see uh, to listen to us for it chapter 1 earlier on today and it chapter 2 if you listen to us right now um, this has been Invasion of Potty Snatchers I'm your host Vincent Green I'm your host Noel John Tui and we've got Karen Mack in the back and uh, thanks for joining us folks see you next time motherfuckers peace out